welcome in. It's another edition of the PFF Daily Betting Podcast. The calendar is officially August 1st. We got football coming up, college football this month. We're going to have our Green Line product up for everybody in 15 days. Uh, a lot of things coming up here on PFF.com, so make sure you're checking out all of the great content, uh, betting information. We got some new uh, authors writing some great content for some of these, you know, some of the college football win totals and other divisions coming up this week. So make sure you're checking out all of the betting content coming up for PFF.com. I got Eric Eager joined with me today. Eric, we've got, you know, some more, uh, you know, quarterback information that probably had a little bit of an impact on the betting markets. Carson Wentz, foot injury, still not fully knowing how long he's going to be out for. I'm kind of wondering, how do you play these sorts of situations where we get some of this injury information, some news, maybe some different markets haven't necessarily digested. It takes a lot of like line shopping, uh, looking at different books and stuff like that. How was What was your approach to Carson Wentz information this week? Yeah, I mean, well, obviously you just sort of like, um, you know, uh, betting is a competitive sport, right? So you have to like get out in, in front of numbers before other people do. Um, and then you have to line shop. Like there are still some places right now where you can get uh, Seattle plus three minus 125 on opening day in Indianapolis against an Indianapolis team who probably won't be starting Carson Wentz. And if they are starting Carson right. Wentz, it'll be sort of his one or two weeks of practice yeah, yeah. Right, and, and on a new team right like that's not a situation you really want to be a part of um you know we got the win total for them uh down to you know 10 um we got it we got that at minus 130 to the under um it's now nine at the very same book that we bet that at um and, and i'm looking here let's look at DraftKings here i, I do think the colts um if you look at Seattle is now minus two and a half on DraftKings in that opening day game. So you already get like a basically a five and a half point middle. Um, and, and when you look at you know you know for example division winner, um, you you don't uh, the Colts now are are plus one forty where they were favorites the whole time. Tennessee minus one ten. We got a little bit of Tennessee at even money, so you're getting ten cents there. Um, you know the. We've talked about this before. The futures, you know, you are tying your money up for a long time, so you do have to be careful about, you know, responding to this news. Even if you do think you have a massive edge, that edge is sort of dispersed out, and the opportunity cost is not being able to bet other things, um, like preseason, which is coming up this week. But um, if you could sort of distribute that equally among, you know, week one games, futures, and stuff, you can do a pretty, pretty good job of responding to this. Yeah, definitely. And I agree with you. And I do think like the point to draw out from this, especially as we're heading into training camp, we do get some injury information and other stuff like that. Maybe focus less on the entire futures market. I think some of the injuries that are going to happen now, that could, of course, be some season-ending stuff. But uh, how does that impact week one, right? How would that impact the spread at this point in time? It does seem like books may be just a little bit slow um, at certain locations to you know adjust those lines for week one already since they've been out for so long. So I do think I'm um, kind of having that understanding, maybe even like flipping from off-season to in-season season mode at this point in time uh, is probably the best best approach going forward especially if you don't really want to tie up a ton of significant uh, capital for the entire season when you could be betting them on a week-to-week basis so that's uh, definitely been my approach as well I like it I think I think we got to go with uh, you know uh, the Seahawks plus three plus two and a half even uh, is probably like the lock of the week for the PFF yeah, Daily yeah. Podcast I mean, time, right I mean there's just if it's just I mean there's nothing else out there I do kind of like you expected uh, kind of like you suggested, I do think that we're going to see uh, the Seahawks favored in that game uh, coming up here. Whether Carson Wentz 
um, is playing or not at this point in time, right? I do think if he misses even like three weeks, I do think we should see some adjustment in that. Uh, but we'll see. Let's flip some gears. We do have, you know, college football, preseason NFL action. Has anything stood out to you and maybe like the preseason market that we got coming up basically in the next week, Eric? Yeah, I mean, this is the thing. And this was actually, I believe it was uh, on Rob Pozzola's podcast. They had uh, abnormally distributed on. Um, but if you look at uh, preseason, um, there are opportunities that, um, you know, to there are, there are opportunities that you often don't get um, in, in regular NFL play that to apply some what are called Wong teasers. Um, if you look at some of these games in the preseason, I'm just looking at one of the books we have. So take, for example, even like and this is this is silly, but like, you know, when you look at Dallas versus Pittsburgh on Thursday, August 5th. The the total on the game is 33 and a half, right? And and it's open at 34. Uh, we talked about under, I think, either on this podcast or another one. Um, under 33 and a half is minus 115. So that's certainly where it's shaded. Like, and, and Dallas is a one and a half point underdog. So you think about it from a teaser perspective, you can tease that up all the way to seven and a half. So you're teasing through a key number of three, a key number of six, a key number of seven. In a in a game that's total is not even in the 40s. It's not even in the high 30s. It's in the in the low 30s. Like that's something that you have to do, I think. And then you look at like the rest of the card. Now, um, you know, we got our, our hands on some of these teasers before this this changed. But Dallas versus Arizona. Dallas is a one and a half point uh, underdog in Arizona the following week on August 13th. Total on that game is 40. It's a little high um, just to be teasing through. Uh, three and seven and not eight, but still something I would consider. Um, Denver in Minnesota on August 14th is one and a half point underdogs. Total on that game, 34 and a half. Um, again, another one you could probably tease. Um, the New York Jets are one and a half point underdogs against the Giants. At total on that game, 34 and a half. Again, on August 14th. Um, and last, no, there's two more. Chiefs are one and a half point underdogs with a total of 36 in the Super Bowl rematch against San Francisco on August 14th. Um, and the Seahawks are one and a half point underdogs, total of 37 in Las Vegas. And then there are a few that are two pointers. Uh, Panthers, two point underdogs at Colts, Chargers, sorry, Rams, two point underdogs against the Chargers. Now, there's a lot of handicapping you have to do here, right? Rams don't play their starters in the preseason. Chiefs generally don't as well. But like, how much does that matter when the teams that play their starters are only playing them a, a series or two? And, and so, again, if you think about these things, like these games are going to be boring. These games are going to be low scoring in most cases. You can tease down a lot of these things or tease up a lot of these things. Yeah, you, you actually don't want to tease down in this case, but you tease these up to over a touchdown uh, in, in a lot of cases. These low totals might carry you to victory. And to me, that's like the only handicapping like advice to give out in the preseason other than grinding out reports and saying who's going to play and who's going to sit during these exhibition games. Fantasy football season is here. No one can prepare you better for your draft than PFF. For just $9.99, you can get access to PFF's fantasy football draft guide, player rankings and projections, all of PFF's locked article content, cheat sheets for your fantasy draft, and more. Again, that's PFF's Fantasy Suite for just $9.99. Draft smarter than your league mates this season. Yeah, and that information basically comes out, what, like two hours before at top. So I think if you are playing, you know, some extended bets, um, I love it as well. I mean, obviously, we've kind of 
you know, been big on the teasers for the last couple of years. Didn't get the preseason action last year, but the totals in general are at least, what, 10 points lower than what they are for regular season games. Uh, and teasers in general are conducive to lower scoring games, right? We're obviously going to have a much lower distribution of outcomes with lower scoring in it. So I do think uh, approaching the preseason from a teaser perspective there, because there are a number of options, right? And I do think part of the reason why we have so many teaser options is uh, the bookmakers just don't know at this point how teams are going to approach it or how to even really handicap it, right? So they're basically putting it in between, uh, you know, a three-point spread, not a lot of, you know, movement really matters in between the threes at that point in time. So I do think we're seeing a lot of just, you know, random kind of soft numbers. Uh, and I think the best way to approach that definitely from a teaser perspective as well. Um, but yeah, make sure um, you could wait. You could wait and kind of tease them once you kind of get that information out. If there's some line movement once, you know, who's actually playing is established from some of those beat reporters. But again, uh, you know, identifying your strategy and then breaking on the late breaking news is definitely the best approach in preseason and when you're you know kind of capturing that in-season action as well so i'm excited about it what do we what do we got for week one college football just to switch gears a little bit i know we've talked about this illinois uh nebraska game coming up on august 28th there are a few other games as well um hawaii ucla ucla is a team that we've been kind of down on from our simulation perspective is there any games uh, you kind of like one of these first two weeks that's really jumped out to you outside of backing you know our illinois fighting the line i down <laughs> down to seven and a half at this point in time on rules <clears throat> um against your alma mater is there anything else you kind of like from a college football perspective yeah i see it at plus seven so clearly we're sharp here i uh, got a point sharp, and a half of sharp, line value sharp. on illinois even though like you said, I'm going against my alma mater. I think on what the the week zero you have Hawaii at UCLA. Um, right. Hawaii's Hawaii's getting 17 points. They're coming inland uh, for a 3:30 p.m. Eastern game, which is like a noon start in UCLA time, which is a uh, which is a like you know a.m. start you know for Hawaii time. I'd almost lay off that. I, I kind of want to see what the total is because uh, you know you know Hawaii week zero. Overs have always have have done well, um, you know, historically since we've had our model. Um, you know, you have UTEP. Uh, you know, this is sort of an interesting one, but like on that August twenty eighth day, we have UTEP, New Mexico State. UTEP is laying seven and a half at New Mexico State. Um, was New Mexico State been like a team? They they played in the spring, right? Like they yeah, and and, and they, so like, but they were playing backups. They got blown out by an F- FCS team. Yeah, in, they were. Yeah, they had the FCS match, but we kind of backed them basically on this podcast, and they just got blowing out in like their second game. Or yeah, something. and then and they, they and then they, they played them play again and then won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so. that that's kind of like a, a tricky one. I would probably lay off that game. It's at nine thirty, weirdly. So there's like this gap between uh, the start times, and then you have Connecticut, UConn, who who sat out 2020. Um, they're going to Fresno. Fresno's laying 27. Um, interesting to see what the total is on that game. Um, but th- those are your first bunch of them. I do think that the Illinois-Nebraska game will be the best one. I think at plus seven, you probably have to lay off or uh, back Nebraska. But, um, but yeah, there, there's some good ones there. I wonder what the DFS slate will look like week zero, Ben. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna game. be glorious, I'm sure yeah. at this point in time for sure. I mean, you got to be looking at I think the UCLA Hawaii game is probably gonna have the highest total, so I do think that will probably yeah. uh, get the most uh, concentration on people rostering that specific game. So we'll see. I think UConn's probably maybe maybe the worst team in the FBS at this point in time, so they're just not a team I can get behind, even as a 27 and a half, 28 point 
underdog. I do think it might be, you know, UConn versus UMass for uh, the title of the worst FBS team at this point in time for 2021. That is my one prediction. Um, but yeah, I do, I do kind of like what we have coming up here on August 28th, and I am getting really excited for, uh, you know, preseason college football or preseason NFL football, the college football slate. Of course, we're going to have some really high spreads even into, you know, September 2nd. Uh, week one, I do think there's going to be a couple decent games. North Carolina, Virginia Tech is September 3rd. I think that's a game that's going to jump out. Uh, could be quite good as well. Um, and then, you know, we're kind of waiting for, um, you know, that big Clemson-Georgia showdown coming up here as well early in the season. So I do think a lot of good college football action is going to be here before the NFL regular season so make sure you're kind of you know tuning into the pff daily betting podcast we're going to have some written content coming up as well uh if you don't have it yet get that pff elite subscription unfortunately you missed out on the save for 40 percent off sale but um there's probably some magic in the air anyway that you can probably save on that subscription uh if you talk to the right people so tune in check out the pff daily betting podcast pff forecast dropping another episode tonight as well um we'll have a lot of written content coming up here on pff.com so thank you for joining us this is ben brown joined by eric eager this was the pff daily betting podcast